coming up. No, sorry, no, it's uh, 2.8 meters and that's it. I can't help you. Cinderella. Oh no, now that's not the attitude, Jonathan, come on. We're going gently in. Lean into the sin. No, read the words, read the words as they are. Uh-oh. Got any questions, Mark? Ooh. I thought that little thing was a micron. Most fun podcast episode I've ever done in my life, thank you. How do you say that? 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 Hello and welcome to today's episode of How Do You Say That? The podcast sponsored by BritishVoiceOver.co.uk. Here is my co-host and faster-talking better half, Mark Rice. Now, today's fun fact about Mark is that he lived in Slough for 11 years. I did. I did. North Windsor, if you don't mind. Mm, North Windsor. <laughs> when I lived there, I always used to say it was North Windsor because that's much posher. <laughs> and the only reason I stayed there for so long is because I was in two jobs. So I worked in Acton and right. I worked in Chalfont St. Peter and it was midway between the two. Affordably midway as well. Affordably midway between the and two. And I always said once I shut my front door... Uh, I didn't care who who or where I lived. Exactly. Weird, isn't it? Well, my co-host is Sam Boffin, whose favourite Doctor Who episode is the 11th hour. Now, Sam, I had to look up today which one the 11th hour was. It was Matt Smith's first adventure, wasn't it? It was. He's not necessarily my favourite Doctor, but that is my favourite episode. You're a bit of a Whovian, really, aren't you? I am, actually. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Well, of course, we also have our special guest this week, who is Jonathan Tilly. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, hi. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Hi, Jonathan. You're more than welcome. Are you a Whovian, Jonathan? Do you even know what a Whovian is? I don't even know what a Whovian is. (laughs) I I know Doctor Who because I I used to watch it as a kid on PBS, but what's a Whovian? Someone that's a big fan, basically. Yeah, big fan. Okay. Like a Trekkie, but for Doctor Who. Oh, a Whov... Okay, now I get it. W-H-O. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Whovian. Um, I'm thinking H-O-O-V. I'm like, Hoover? Like, no. <laughs> but Jonathan, Jonathan yeah. is a total voiceover legend yeah. for a number of different reasons. But I will tell you more about that. He was born in Boston, Massachusetts. And at first, this is no surprise to me, certainly. At first, he was a musical theatre performer <laughs> starring in <laughs> Cats, 42nd Street and Mamma Mia. To be fair, not a surprise to anyone that's ever met you, Jonathan, to be fair. Uh, but then... When he was 30, he made the move into the world of voiceover and became a corporate, commercial and e-learning voice. And then, and this is the big change, of course, he began coaching fellow creatives on the business side of running their businesses and created the League of List Builders. Which I am a very proud member of, yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, he he's now both a personal brand strategist. Fancy. Plus, yeah, <laughs> fancy. Plus, he loves white wine, spritzers and French bulldogs. Oh, yes. So, Jonathan, have you, as well as that fact, have you got another fun fact? <laughs> I do, I do, I do, I do. So, my <laughs> weird fact about myself is that I have something where I, I've tried to Google it. There's, there's nothing. I just think it's some weird, random thing um, where if I have more than one thing in each hand, I am completely anxious. Like, we're talking like. Wow. Like. I, my, I I can't even speak right now because I'm envisioning it. My I go into like cat, catatonic state. I just shut oh, down. Seriously, right? so it's so weird. So like, if you're leaving the house and you have a bag and you have your keys and you have your coffee to go, yeah, yeah, that's one. Like, I would leave the coffee and just get the bag and the keys. Oh. Like, it's so weird, right? Oh, so yeah. and it's always been like that, and I don't know why. How do you say that? 
Let's have a look at our first script of the show. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. Uh-oh. And, uh oh. So, yes. Uh, well, actually, oh, no, no, let, that's not the attitude, Jonathan. Come on. I mean, yay! I'm so excited. That's better. That's better. <laughs> I wish it were your lovely script at this point. The reason being, we could get your lovely script out of the way. I call oh. it a lovely script in my mind because <laughs> it's, it's not. It's, it's so hard. It's, it's a horror of a script. Yeah. So, we're, we're going gently in with my pantomime script loving it it couldn't be more different sam could it (laughs) i know well this isn't something this is something i did you can imagine this is something i did actually on the run-up to christmas it wasn't actually uh something i did lately but i i fished it out because i thought actually a it would be a good contrast with jonathan's piece but also in honor of jonathan i thought he'd love to do something exactly yeah (laughs) i love it and there's one thing in this little script Uh that i would have asked the well which i did actually um i there was a there's a point in it that because it's voiceover and it was originally written to be read mm-hmm. it doesn't come across unless you put something extra in i think i know what it. you're talking about yep. yeah i think i do but now i'm panicking that i now you're panicking <laughs> that you don't i think you do so mark would you would you like mark goes first because we oh. can't get our guest to go first mark it's so unfair this. got any questions mark <laughs> Now I know I've missed something that I should have asked. <laughs> you'll 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 know you'll when you there. find it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here we go then. If it's a mainly adult audience or students over eighteen, then you may want to be a little more suggestive with the script and jokes. There could be topical contemporary references for your audience, local characters, news headlines, politicians, celebrities, and so on. Rude jokes, though, are essential, and depending on your audience, you may choose to include a risque language, although innuendo, double entendre and the threat of a swear word are often more effective than the real thing. Of course, you do need to be clear in your advertising that this isn't for kids. For example, Cinderella, so that you don't have complaints at the end of the evening. Very good. Very good, Mark. Nice. <laughs> I still didn't spot what I should have spotted, did, you not did spot- I? So, no. <laughs> okay, we actually put in a bit of extra. So right after I said Cinderella, I said, for example, Cinderella, yep. but but spelt with an S. Mm-hmm. But in order to lift that off the page, I mean, you, what you did was very clever. You sin. lent in as I do to so the often. sin bit. Sin. Yeah. Lead, yeah. lead into, into the, the sin. sin. Lead into I mean, there's another great <laughs> We podcast. always say that about you, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> lead into the sin. So, that, so we just put an extra to really, you know, to really underline that. I thought it didn't that. need to be too serious because of the subject matter. Absolutely. It, it wasn't too serious. You, what you did very interestingly was you added quite a few extra, Little extra words. In there. <laughs> More conversational, you I did. thought. You added bits. Made it yours. If, if I was being super picky... You were probably a little swift yep, at fair. times, but that would be it. But but there was a lovely conversational flow. Whenever I'm nervous, or it could, mm. it could be the case that it, I'm actually guilty of it, um, if if it's a directed read and people are listening in and they're like, oh, it was a little bit f- swift, it was a bit fast. I'm like, oh, and I always make a joke like, oh, I shouldn't have had that last espresso <laughs> five minutes ago. Um, and yeah. it breaks the yeah. ice. It makes them yeah. laugh, which yeah. makes me laugh. And I'm like, okay, exactly. slow down. Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, it is, it is always good to, to, to you've yeah. got to start somewhere. Yeah. And actually, even if your first read is, you know, is not what you would want it to be, at least mm. it's there, it's done then. Yep. You've broken mm. the ice, you've done a read. It's and out the words there. are it's in your there, mouth yeah. and you know how to play with them, exactly. So, Jonathan, would you like to have a little go? Okay, sure. Great. Okay. <clears throat> 
If it's a mainly adult audience or students over 18, then you may want to be a little more suggestive with the script and jokes. There could be topical contemporary references for your audience, local characters, news headlines, politicians, celebrities, and so on. Rude jokes are essential. And depending on your audience, you may choose to include risque language. Though innuendo, double entendre, and the threat of a swear word are often more effective than the real thing. Of course, you need to be clear in your advertising that this isn't for kids. For example, Cinderella spelled with an S so that you don't have complaints at the end of the evening. Yeah, it, it worked oh, with the explanation. Absolutely. Yeah, it was lovely. Yeah, very much. <gasps> That was perfect. You made the most. I thought you would, Jonathan. You made the most Aww. of all the, the cheekiness. Fun. <laughs> it is a cheeky little script, that isn't it? Bringing me back to the theater days. Yeah. Yeah. No, you did. You you lent into all the, the the fun stuff about the you know the risque stuff, and you yeah you did. You made it your own. You did. You you kind of paused and you know yeah. I loved all that. You say that to all the guests. You say that to all the guests. (laughs) Well, Sam, we need to hear how you did this, if that's okay. To be honest, I think Jonathan did it better, but I'll I'll, I'll, I'll give it a go. I'll give it a go. (laughs) If it's a mainly adult audience or students over 18, then you may want to be a little more suggestive with the scripts and jokes. There could be topical contemporary references for your audience, local characters, news headlines, politicians, celebrities, and so on. Rude jokes are essential, and depending on your audience, you may choose to include risque language, though innuendo, double entendres, and the threat of a swear word are often more effective than the real thing. Of course, you need to be clear in your advertising that this isn't for kids. For example, Cinderella, spelled with an S, so that you don't have complaints at the end of the evening. You you really lent it to the word suggestive right at the top, and I thought, oh, <laughs> that was nice. What I noticed both of you do is you both you both used. Uh, I went with the the French pronunciation of double entendre. Um, uh, mm. You mixed it, Sam and Jonathan. You did the the American version of. Uh, I Americanized it. Exactly. Which I mean, they're all correct, but it's interesting that we got three different versions of that. Yeah. Sam, you, uh, I always, I always forget this about you. Your reads are just so like, uh, like there's. Wait till just, I get onto your script. No, you won't be saying that. <laughs> you just have this master way of mastering it. Like we, we listen. It's, like, it's the velvetiness. Ooh, what's she gonna it? say? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the velvet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. And nice. then we get we get filter frequency next. So, oh my god! Um, yeah. <laughs> well, before we move on to that, it's worth remembering that these are real scripts that we've been working on. We have changed the names and some details yes. to avoid copyright issues, though. Uh, but oh, Jonathan, mm-hmm. g- give us an introduction to yours, would you? Oh my god! Okay, so here's here's the background. So I do a crap ton of e-learning, which I absolutely love because I'm a lifelong learner, and I'm like, this is so cool. Usually, I kind of know what I'm talking about, but with this specific client, we've been working for years, and they send over like, okay, this week you have 25 hours of finished audio that needs to be delivered by (laughs) by Friday night, and you're like, oh my God, and I literally have, I hope they're not listening, I literally have no clue (laughs) what I'm talking about. Um, 
but then they go, yeah, it sounds great. You know, I'm so I'm like, oh, if you're happy, I'm happy, right? Yeah. I, pff, Absolutely. Twenty five hours is yeah. massive. That was last week. So last week I had I w- it was booth and editing. Sam, do you realise what you've done by making me go first last time? I know it means I go first this time, but at least <laughs> yeah. I get it over with. At least I get it over with. But uh, you know, so and and there's just one. Well, I need to ask one question. Yes. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I need to to double check something. Yes. I'm I'm guessing in that first paragraph, it's uh-huh. four microseconds. Yeah. Um, or is it microns? Oh my god, it's microseconds. Sorry, sorry. Is it You're totally right? Microseconds. But the the one thing I really wanted to check was right down at the bottom. Yeah. SP, what is this? SP8X73. <laughs> Tell me. Talk mm-hmm. me through that bit. No, that's right. SP8X73 or 73. It's interchangeable. Okay. Yeah. So, and then just the, literally as, it, as it's written, mm-hmm. the... Can't even read it. Okay, I'll, I'll give it a go. I'll give it a go. <laughs> With the filter frequency, you suppress interference on counter inputs F, J, and if applicable, W. With compressed VPTs, a frequency of 129 kHz is cyclically reset by default, meaning that signal changes shorter than 4 microseconds are suppressed. The VPT, Definitive Exchanger Technology Object, guides you in the configuration, commissioning and diagnosis of the position reflection and measurement features for the RB Position Output Technology Module in conjunction with VPT definitive exchanges. Not to mention the SP2 RAM technology object enables you... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to laugh. Well I was going to laugh too much. You can sorry, feel I'm it coming. Back. I'm going back. I'm going back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going from not to mention. This is my okay. life. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Not to mention the SP2 RAM technology object enables you to easily configure RAM counter control of the SP8X73VFRQ5JRP <laughs> analog input module for mm. operation with an exchanger module and use it as the master program. Well Yay. done. I, well no, done. I, I, you I, made I would, it. I would, there are literally no commas in that sentence no. and it's no. huge. But, but the very but the thing that I completely buggered up there was the actual name of the thing. <laughs> so that was, that's a little problem, isn't it? And this right. is why well, we use punch and roll. Yes, exactly. I would go back and do a pickup on that, but I'm exactly. not going to right now. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that that is a that's Wowzers. a tough. When we talk about the sense of something, oh. the sense of the first paragraph was absolutely fine. Mm. I mean, I don't think even reading it in my brain, let alone out loud, that. That thing makes sense, does it? Yeah, it does to someone. It does to, <laughs> to someone. someone. But the, the, the interesting thing is, you're absolutely right there, Jonathan. You, you, a voiceover, I mean, the art, I suppose, the art that I so singly did not <laughs> <laughs> actually show off there. But one of the arts would be that you, you make it sound as though yeah, you know what, like you know what, what you're, you're talking, talking about. about. Yeah. That's the gig. Is it really weird that I'm a bit excited? Oh Do God! It, it, it really. It. Oh my God! Is goodness. that just weird? Does that make me a weird person? No, I mean, it's a more, challenge. More You're excited for a normal. challenge. No, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> well, wait until we get to the end to see whether you're impressed or not. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> let's give it a try. With the filter frequency, you suppress interference on counter inputs F, J, and if applicable, W. With compressed VPTs, a frequency of 129 kHz is cyclically reset by default, meaning that signal changes shorter than 4 milliseconds are suppressed. 
The VPT Definitive Exchange Technology Object guides you through in the... Oh God, I've really f***ed it. The VPT Definitive Exchanger Technology Object guides you in the configuration, commissioning and diagnosis of the position reflection and measurement features for the RB Position Output Technology Module in conjunction with the VPT Definitive Exchangers. Not to mention the SP2 RAM technology object enables you to easily configure RAM counter control of the SP8X7VRFQ-VJRP analog input module. For operation... <laughs> but, oh, wow. Yeah, it keeps going. <laughs> of the SP8X73VFRQ-5JRP analog input module for operation with an exchanger module and use it as a master program. I, that is horrible. Oh, dear. It's I thought I was going to be much more competent than that. It's the devil. It's the wow. devil. I that needed the devil. ages for this. Ugh. The question is, just when your brain thinks you're going to put mm -hmm. a pause in, mm -mm, no, it's no. not actually a pause no. there. Mm -mm, mm -mm, no, no. So you either need to breathe through the gills on your neck mm -hmm. <laughs> or create some kind of extra lung somehow. Yeah, there is no reality anymore. You just go, I, wow. I just, I'm just going to keep, I'm just going to keep going. I trust nothing. The, <laughs> life is a lie. <laughs> you, you question everything. Yeah. <laughs> I really need to see if you can do it in one go, though. Oh, no pressure. Oh, my God. <laughs> As okay. it's your script and you brought it, and presumably you have actually done this for the I have done this with, with some changes to it, but <laughs> I, I did have a lot of stumbles through um, when recording it. So, okay, let's give it a go. Oh, my goodness. Now I, the pressure's on. All right, sip the water. Here we go. <clears throat> with the filter frequency... You suppress interference on counter inputs F, J, and, if applicable, W. With compressed VPTs, a frequency of 129 kHz is cyclically reset by default, meaning that signal changes shorter than 4 microseconds are suppressed. The VPT Definitive Exchanger Technology object guides you in the configuration, commissioning, and diagnosis of the position reflection and measurement features for the RB Position Output Technology Module in conjunction with VPT Definitive Exchangers. Not to mention, the SP2 RAM Technology object enables you to easily configure RAM counter control of the SP8X73 VFRQ 5J RP analog input module for operation with an exchanger module and use it as the master program. We're not worthy. We're me, not worthy. Let me do it again. I might mess up this time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's just showing off. That was incredible. That is Thanks. amazing. Thanks. <laughs> I reckon that's because you've looked at it before, though. Yeah, I mean it's it's in my, it's in my blood. I know I know how they configure the sentences, or yep. the, the paragraphs without without the paragraphs with only one period at the end. Yeah. Um. So I'm and I'm and I'm the thing is I'm used to saying SP eight X seventy three VFRQ five five J RP analog input. I'm of so you are. used to who isn't who? I mean, come on, it's like saying you know good morning every day. Uh, I'm just so used to it that that I just go okay, throw me the weirdest words and let's see if I can get through it. I guess it's like people that do medical stuff and yeah. they come across lots of medical words all the time. Once you're into that flow and you're used to it, mm. I remember Annette Rizzo said a few weeks ago that she does quite a lot of it and she's kind of quite used to it now. Once your brain is in that mindset, I guess it gets a bit easier. Totally, totally. How do you say that? 
So here is the moment we love. (laughs) This is the wild card bit. So let's see if we can approach these scripts in a completely different way. You could be as mean as you want, you know, because that really complicated script is, you know, he's he's got it down pat. I'm used to it, so I I could (laughs) tackle it. That's true, that's true. Well, I, I think, therefore... Oh God. Yeah, therefore, <laughs> I think I will get you to do that one. But okay. you don't have to go right to the end if you don't want to. You can okay. you can stop after, ugh, I don't know, definitive exchanges or something. Okay. But um, but do, do I, I'd like you to do a really dark terror foreboding. Mm-hmm. That's what I oh. want. Dark terror. Dark terror. How okay. it made me feel, quite frankly. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, the script is does in, in, induce dark terror. Okay. Oh, okay. Good luck. <clears throat> Best of luck on this one. We're counting on you. Ah, okay. With the filter frequency, you suppress interference on counter inputs F, J, and if applicable, W. <laughs> With compressed... VPTs, a frequency of 129 kilohertz is cyclically reset by default, meaning that signal changes shorter than four microseconds are suppressed. (laughs) The VPT Definitive Exchanger Technology Object guides you in the configuration, commissioning, and diagnosis of the position, reflection, and measurement features for the RB Position Output Technology Module in conjunction with VPT Definitive Exchangers, not to mention the SP2 RAM Technology Object enables you to easily configure RAM counter control of the SP8X73VFRQ 5JRP analog input module for operation with an exchanger module and use it as the master program. (laughs) Amazing. Uh, Amazing. So good. good. (laughs) I tell you what that character enabled you to do is put as many pauses in that script yeah, as you needed. needed to. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, oh, that was scary and so good. thrilling. It <laughs> so was good. really it was thrilling. The, I loved the not to mention. I, I knew then you were going to go further, Jonathan. I knew then <laughs> yeah, you were going to Really reveal that who that ghost yeah. is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is obviously not my genre, but thank you for, no, for humoring it. me. <laughs> Right. Well, uh, we need to get Sam to do one, Jonathan, yes. and we? let's think. Let's think of a wild cover twist. I, I mean, I'm, I'm tempted to go back to the, to the pantomime script. Yeah. But, but give Sam something that is completely away from that. I just thought of like, because this is so like fun and and like cheeky. I thought of like a like a like a Swedish accent, like a oh, you know, I can't I can't do accents by the way. I cannot do them. But I'm, I I love listening to them and, and being sil- and hearing people be silly cuz I I can't do it. Um but this is just sort of like fun and risqué and like blonde hair pigtails talking about, you know, risqué things, but she shouldn't be cuz she's innocent, but she you, you know, like it's like, oh, should you be talking about this? I like it. I like it. That's quite a challenge though. 
It, well, yes. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not known for my Swedish <laughs> interpretations of so things. So, like, flirty but Swedish. Give it a job. I'll you know. give it to Yes. <laughs> I'll get apologies to anybody out there, yeah. frankly, who knows what a Swedish accent is like, because I'm going to do a terrible, terrible something or other. But, I'll, but forgive me, forgive me. What? No, it's all right. Okay. If it's a mainly adult audience or students over 18, then you may want to be a little more suggestive with the script and jokes. There could be topical contemporary references for your audience, local characters, news headlines, politicians, celebrities, and so on. Rude jokes are essential. And depending on your audience, you may choose to include risque language. Though innuendo double entendres and the threat of a swear word are often more effective than the real thing. Of course, you need to be clear in your advertising that this isn't for kids. For example, Cinderella. So you don't have complaints at the end of the evening. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Well done. Well done. Oh, my word. That was really good. I could good. hear like, the, the, the blonde braids being twirled yes. in your fingers as you were, you were saying that. <laughs> Oh, I wow. loved that. Was that kind of what you had in mind, Jonathan? Uh, what, my, what Sam was doing? my my expectations were e- exceeded. Like you, you, you. I'm overwhelmed with joy. That that's more than I ever could have imagined. Thank you, thank you. Well, the thing is, we really want to hear your take on it. So we've put the scripts in the show notes, and if you'd like to have a try at one of them, especially that really difficult one, send it on MP3 to podcast at BritishVoiceOver.co.uk, including the outtakes, please. That would be great. Uh, we can pick one maybe to play in an upcoming episode. But, of course, you can do it just for fun in the comfort of your own booth. Exactly. Uh, But, of course, we'd like to hear it. We do want to hear it, yeah. (laughs) um, As well as any MP3s, if you've got any voiceover questions that you would like answers to, then don't bother to send them in because we won't have the answer. No, if you want answers to, you can send your questions for future episodes to podcast at britishvoiceover.co.uk. Well, our question of the week, Sam, is... It's in honour of Jonathan, of course. Of course it is. How important is it for voiceovers to be present and engaged on social media? Oh, Uh, (laughs) right up your alleyway, Jonathan. Right up my alley. Okay, so if you asked me this question 10 years ago, I would be like, you don't need to show your face. Just, you know, your your voice is all you need and tra-la-la. But social media has exploded, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's no longer... You know, I can hide behind my voice. We have to see your face Mm. and see who you are and get your personality because that's just where we are right now, where Mm. people have the attention span of a goldfish. (laughs) And we need to know exactly who you are, what you're about, what you like, what you don't like, not just the work, 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 but also stuff like this, like this podcast, having fun, Mm. showing your personality. That's so important. So um, it's hugely important to build your social media presence. Um, And I think a lot of people go into it uh, thinking, if my Instagram reel goes viral, then I've made it. I really wish that everybody goes viral for that moment to realize that it is an absolute steaming pile of (laughs) horse manure. Actually, it, it hurts you because if you go viral with something and have millions of views, those millions of people are not your dream client. They are mm. tons of randoms yes. that if they like your stuff, okay, great, that's fine. But if they start following you, the Instagram algorithm is going to be like, oh, lots of random people oh, all over the world 
yeah. like this person, like this voiceover artist, let's send their content to more random people, right? Yeah. So it's great to go viral. It boosts your ego. You feel validated for five minutes, and then you go, oh, no. Yeah. And you probably <laughs> won't book any jobs from it, right? Mm. So the thing with social media, and especially with Instagram, is show up. There doesn't have to be an ulterior motive of looking perfect and being beautifully lit and having makeup on and doing your hair and wearing the best outfit and knowing your angles. I mean, that helps, but it's not necessary, right? Mm. I'd mm. rather see somebody being authentic not wearing makeup, not being well lit, and just being themselves versus a Barbie doll looking perfect and having no mm. personality. Right. And one yeah. of the things you said, Jonathan, that really struck home with me when I did a course with you um, was uh, one, nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> Deep down, nobody cares. And two, if you're a voiceover artist and your work is not on your Instagram account, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, you need to show, and that's the thing, like you can turn, and I have a video on how to do that, like a free video, like how to turn your demos into visual videos uh -huh. of using stock video footage. It's super easy. And that's a portfolio piece. You can repurpose yeah. that piece of piece of content Clever. once a month. Because yeah. honestly, I can't remember what I looked at five minutes ago when I checked my Instagram. <laughs> how the heck am I going to know what some random voiceover artist that I followed five years ago posted last month? Yes. So, and nobody's going to be zooming through your account thinking, no, no one's going to check this before. Yeah. I've I've seen this before. This is such BS. Like they're so. It's like nobody <laughs> nobody cares. Nobody realizes. Nobody remembers. Right. I mean, I I, I think that there definitely needs to be a presence on social media yeah. somewhere from people because, um, I mean, whenever whenever I buy anything or book somebody or yeah. nothing to do with voiceovers, you know, when I book a plumber. You go and check them out, don't you? You, you do go and check them out. Yeah. And it's it's really important. If, if they don't exist anywhere mm. or they don't engage yep. anywhere, then... Um, I'm thinking, well, I'm not so sure there. Maybe Can I you trust know. them? Yeah, yeah, you know. So. And the thing is, they'll never know that you were on their yes, exactly. on their content because exactly. you never reached out because you vetted them, right? Mm. So I think I think that's the like, oh, ooh. So you might not be getting jobs or people might not be getting in touch with you because they, they're trying to vet you and they yeah. go into your Instagram and all they see are pictures of your food when you're a voiceover yeah. artist, and it's like, yeah. okay, is voiceover a hobby, or are, yeah. are they are they a sure. food critic? Yeah, um, because all I'm seeing is uh, spaghetti bolognese. <laughs> yeah, you've got to mix it up. You've got to have that that yeah. So you you've got to be very clear about what you do, mm. but also being able to show who you are as a yeah. person. Yeah. A and mix. so it needs to have a mixture of things. Yeah. yeah, get on with it. Make sure it's there, and then people can find it. Yeah. And also that consistency, because if you only ever yep. turn up once in a blue moon to plug something, yep. oh, then no. that, yeah. it, it, that, it doesn't work then. You just become an advertising yeah. yes. profile. You know, I think the last thing that you should do on social media is plug. Listen yeah, to my new exactly. demos. Book me for, I just go, yeah. why do people go onto social media and go, book me for this new thing? If you're looking for a voiceover, oh my God, stop it. If you ever need a, I'm like, if you, the three, okay, Tough Tilly's coming out. When uh -oh. people, when I love Tough Tilly. Go on, Tough Tilly. So, you know, like when people say, if you ever need, the three basic human needs are food, shelter, and clothing, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Everything else is a want. So if somebody says, if you well, if you ever need a voiceover, I'm like, I need food, shelter, and clothing. <laughs> yeah. And a and like I could live in a cave for ten years, right? So 
I just go, Ugh. you're just you're, you're just going for the for the for the quick plug yeah. that just that just, that just doesn't do anything for you. I'd rather see you see like a day in the life or like a silly moment or the thing of like you you finish the script and then you realize oh I forgot to hit record. Let's do it again. Like <laughs> yeah. those oh, no. things. <laughs> oh no, let's do it again. You know, so so or or like rearranging your booth just because you know a cable was too short, <clears throat> right? <Sound>. So <laughs> so that's the stuff. That it's like, oh, they're a human being. They have humor. They they have a personality. I'd rather get to know somebody like that than if you ever need or listen to my demos. It's like, we get it. Who are you? Great advice. Thank you so much, yeah. Jonathan. Thank you oh, so my much pleasure. for coming on. It has been so much fun, uh, <laughs> apart from your script, which was absolutely horrible. It was torture, wasn't it? <laughs> it yeah. was you, absolutely torture. You were looking forward to it, though, be honest. Oh, I was looking forward to it, and then I screwed it up badly. Sorry about that. That's just one of those things, isn't retakes. it? Retakes. Oh. That's what it's the... That's absolutely. What we don't, in the podcast, we don't really do retakes, and that's, that's why you get it warts and all. But mm, we yeah. are going to be putting those scripts in today's show notes so that you can have a read yourself. But do have a go. I want to see how badly you can do it. <laughs> Send it to podcast at britishvoiceover.co.uk. We'd love to hear what you could do with it. Oh, and of course, yeah, it is the same email address for all your voiceover questions too. Please like and subscribe the podcast. <laughs> Lots of people are subscribing, which is brilliant. Do tell your VO mates. Please reshare our Instagram posts about it. I was going to say Facebook there, Jonathan, but I better not. Uh, share our Instagram posts about it. Uh, that kind of thing. We will, of course, be back next week with with more scripts. And we will be asking again the question. Now, we all do this together, Jonathan. If you can, it, it's called, I have to remind people what it's called. It's, how do you say that? <laughs> how do you say, say that? Okay. How, how do you say, say that? that? So we all do it together. So okay. When we will be asking, <gasps> how, how do, do you, you say, say that? that? Well I love done. the way you always well go That's really nice. slow like, yeah. on that. Just to make sure everyone can follow us. <laughs> How do you say that? that?